It's over. We, it was over last week. It's over this week. Dry January is long in the past. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. That's great, Mike. I, I love it. I love to hear that you're feeling stalwart. You know what we're going to do? Remember in the beginning of the show, we would try different beers? Remember uh, the first couple episodes, I would come in and I would do three different beers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was interesting. Yeah. So this then week, you tried I, doing it in dry January with that fucking oh, the CBD things. Yeah, yeah. I crashed my bike on the way home because <laughs> of all the CBD. Um, so I decided to go with the Budweiser Chilada, Hecho Conclamato, La Original. Uh, it's a it's a large can. You see, as you can see. You know why I think they only make these in the large can. Um, is because I have never, and maybe it's just because they're little, but I have never seen a drunk Mexican guy in a corner store with a small can of beer. Mm. Just going to throw that out there. It's always a large can of beer. Now, it could just be a regular size can of beer, and they're all little guys. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It is kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this about migrant workers, and it might sound a little racist, uh, right? This is old business. Racism is old business. Always. Yeah. It's the uh, oldest business in America. They're ridiculously strong for their size. Okay. You're still talking about Mexicans? I'm talking about migrant workers. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's kind of nuts. You ever see them not lifting a thing? What? I have never once seen a short, short squat South American person presented with a thing to lift and move that they could not lift and move. Sometimes it takes two of them because they're like awkwardly shaped things. Two guys. Very strong. They're very, very strong. It's They're very useful people. Mm-hmm. Now let's taste test this Clamato, this uh, Budweiser Chilata. Could you imagine a day without a Mexican? I, Dude, what was the one, The Day Without Color People? Is that the play that they... No, it was a movie, A Day Without a Mexican. Is that a real thing? It was like a documentary on like what life would be like. No, but it's based on a play called A Day Without Colored People. And now they do A Day Without White People. That's why um, Brett Weinstein got kicked out of Evergreen College. Because he refused to do the thing. He refused to be the, 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 the campus without a white folk. Because he had to go in to like do some work. And he was like, well, this is ridiculous. I have to go to my office. Who is Brett Weinstein? It was one of Rogan's guys. All right. So um, he wasn't allowed on campus that day? Apparently, they like got mad at him for showing up, but it was always like voluntary before that he had worked there for 10 years. And then he showed up, and they're like, nah, no crackers today. And he was like, I need something from my office. This is ridiculous. And it caused a whole hubbub, and people were like, I, he says that people were like throwing stuff at him and freaking out. I think what it is in these colleges is kids are stupider and younger than ever. Like, I think 22-year-olds are stupider than 19-year-olds were when I was a kid. Checks out. Yeah, it seems logical to me. So I think we should just make fucking 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th grade and then let kids go to college. What would they teach in those grades? I don't know, probably how to make ramen. <laughs> just all the stuff you need to be prepared yeah, for college? Tonkatsu and such. No, hold on. Let's t- let's taste this ch- ch- chilada. It does taste like somebody poured some tomato juice into a Budweiser. I'll tell you that. And a bit of clam. 
Everything's better with a little bit of clam. <laughs> Slice off some little gash of clam. <laughs> just, just throw a little gash. Mrs. Gash, that's what they call it. Um, what were we talking about? A dash of gash. Dash of gash. Mm, clam. <laughs> you know, on the second sip, you can really taste the clam. <laughs> you know, when it's been pointed out to you? Yeah, once, once I remember that there was clam in it. You know, technically, you're not supposed to make a michelada without clamato. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's actually improper. Mm. Just like a Bloody Mary with clamato was technically a Bloody Caesar. Ooh. You know, a lot of people don't know these things. I Count me as one of them. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a seasoned mixologist here. Mm-hmm. I never really got the hate that clamato got. It's just using clam juice instead of regular salt. Yeah. Well, you don't like clam juice? No. <laughs> I'm sure your wife's happy. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, Mike. You gonna eat some pussy? Doggy. I Are you eating you... pregnant pussy? Oh, yeah. The other day? Mm-hmm. This I was... feel like you might fall into it. Like I feel like that's like opening <laughs> the box in Hellraiser, yeah. is eating pregnant pussy. Yeah, I met my daughter early. <laughs> nice. Um, dude, the other day? Kissed her on a forehead. Yeah. While the, uh, <laughs> while the fights were going on, I was in between fights, mm-hmm. right? I was like, look, you've been a fucking, you've been a trooper. You've been sitting here watching these fights with me. Let me do a favor for you. I go down on her. Mm-hmm. Mid going down on her, I hand her a pint of ice cream with mm-hmm. a spoon in it. And I'm like, enjoy this. Oh, so you don't have to do anything for Valentine's Day tomorrow. That was, that was, she's like, that was the height of luxury. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think I did pretty good. Hmm. Solid Valentine's Day present. Yeah. For the fellas out there, let me tell you. Just try it. I think I think that's fantastic to do your to your lady friend. Yeah, it's incredible to do to her. Yep. I Whether she likes it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's like, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a little snack. It's Valentine's Day. Why don't you kick back? Here, here you go. Here's a pint. Uh, it's Halo Top. I don't want you gaining weight while I eat your puss. Makes sense. Yeah. Low calorie. It's got to be a net zero calorie thing. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah, while yeah, you're yeah. eating pussy, if she's eating it, it's a whole to do. You guys are basically a human centipede at that point. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's old business. This Clamato, pretty gross. Yep. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, uh, follow Mike at the M. Harrington. You're back to your doing your uh, uh, UFC streams. Not only that, I'm actually doing a uh, UFC watch along this weekend. Oh, nice. Here at Gas Digital? Here at Gas Digital. Now, will people be able to watch the fights while you guys are commenting on it? No, I mean, it's a second screen situation, Mm -hmm. like anything else. Like, if you're streaming a fight, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you're on Twitch and you're watching the fights, it's considered a second screen experience. Nobody is is showing the fights other than that one kid who pretended to be playing UFC 4. You remember that? Pretty solid. That kid ruled. Yeah, dude. He just had a PlayStation controller in his hand watching the fights. Yeah. Wow, these graphics are so realistic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. That kid ruled. But everything else, um, you know, to to not violate copyright uh, issues, um, yeah, just use it as a second screen experience. So have ESPN on your TV and have, you know, Gas Digital Network on your laptop and you can watch the fights with us. Mm-hmm. Lord knows you are going to need a uh, some companionship for these fights this weekend. Why? They are not good. Not good fights? No. You're saying that? No, they are. This is... They're bad fights. This is a legit... I know Jessica Andrade is fighting again. Her last fight was not very entertaining. No, it was. It was very entertaining. I watched it. Yeah, she beat the shit out of that woman. But they were like saying it was going to... Yeah, but it it also took longer than it should have for how one-sided it was, I felt. 
I mean, they... Oh, would... while I have you, Mike, this is something I actually have to ask you about. Vol- Volkanovski lost this weekend, correct? According to uh, three blind men in Australia. You thought he won that fight. I had rounds two, three, and five for uh, You had two, three, and five. Two, three, and five. So I had him four and five. You gave four to Volkanovski. I thought he had... Maybe it was three. I don't know. It was pretty high. Four was the one where he, where uh, Islam had the body lock uh, against the cage for the whole time, and Volkanovski just kept turning around and being like, "Come on, mate, let's fight. This ain't a fight. Let's fight, mate." And then just kept punching him over his shoulder. Oh yeah, I did <laughs> score that for Volkanovski. Yes, <laughs> I mean it was very I, Russell Crowe of him. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Frank had three and five. Frank had three and five. Uh, Gabe had also. Two, three, and five. Yeah. Um, two is two is what people pretty much agree on is the swing round. Okay. Because, like, uh, yeah, I mean, even the one judge who had it 49-46 and clearly had his head up his ass. Yeah, which was, that was the one that I was like, whoa, who the fuck did that? Yeah, once I heard 49-46, I'm like, oh, yeah, this has to go to Islam then. Because there's no way I could give Volkanovsky four rounds there. But, yeah. Um, the uh yeah so so even that judge gave the fifth round to to Volkanovski. So now here's my question for you because mm-hmm. you're an MMA analyst, you're a journalist, you're an MMA journalist that's, essentially. That is your official title. Yeah, that's my job. Um, so Volkanovski had been the pound for pound best fighter in the world. Yes, and so he lost that fight. Right. He is still currently ranked the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world. See, I don't know if they... uh... Also, what is a (laughs) shoey, and why are people doing it? Uh, So a shoey is uh, when you pour a beer, you spit in a shoe, and then uh, you pour beer into it. Mm -hmm. I think ideally, actually, somebody else has to spit in your shoe. Uh And then you uh, pour beer into it, and you drink uh, your beer out of that shoe. Mm -hmm. Now... Probably still tastes better than Clamato juice in a beer. But why would anybody do that? I don't know, dude. Why do Australians do anything? I, I just... But why would adult men do that? I don't know. Because it's cool. Uh, it was popularized by uh, Tai Tuavasa, who you may know. Yeah, that I saw him doing one on the broadcast yeah. that I watched. Right. Um, now, so... Why would you now? Why would you say yeah? So why is Volkanovski still ranked the number one pound for pound fighter in the world? So I don't know if the rankings have been updated yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked them right before the show started. Right, but I'm just saying I don't know if there was any movement. Um, like I don't know when the 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 rankings are updated. They're usually updated somewhere on between Monday and Tuesday. So I don't know if there's been an update since those the the fights from this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will tell you it makes sense, right? Because uh, the overwhelming takeaway. From that fight, mm. uh, was everybody at 155 looked at Islam and went, oh, shit, he is human and beatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody at 145 looked at Volkanovsky and said, Jesus fucking Christ, how can you beat this guy? So in my mind, right, you're coming up 10 pounds in weight uh, against a guy who has a style that is particularly difficult to deal with uh, under the rules of mixed martial arts. And... He gave an incredible accounting of himself to the point where I am on this program telling you that I think beyond a shadow of a doubt that he won that fight. Mm-hmm. So it would stand to reason uh, that, you know, all weights included, right, which the pound for pound is supposed to mean, Volkanovsky is still the scariest fighter on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
seems. I guess. You know. You know what? There was two fights during that card on Saturday where I kind of just was like, "All right, if you got to have round breaks so that this isn't human cockfighting, right? Right. Just keep the like. There should not. They should have rounds until the finish. There should be no judges. I agree. Do you? Is that like? Uh, I think that's a fair compromise. Because it's just too goddamn often that you go, that was one more fucking round. This yeah. is a completely different fucking fight. Yeah. And I think gas tank, if no other sport, sh- it should matter in fighting. Right, but I mean, you know, like, th- okay. A, there's no way you would be able to get a TV deal at that point. And not because of the human cockfighting thing, but because you don't know how long these fucking fights are going to go. So you can't have a broadcaster, broadcast partner in ESPN and say, yeah, we're going to have fights from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. and then have them go until 1 in the morning because, you know, two flyweights decided to fight for, you know, a 70-minute fight. Well, then maybe we start giving them, like, all right, maybe around round 8 we start throwing a couple chairs in the <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you know, after a while, you start getting rid of maybe. All right, maybe we take away one rule every round past five, right? Again, all of a sudden by round seven, these twelve o'clock elbows start coming in. <laughs> okay, I mean, sure, you're only now round ten. We got low blows, <laughs> but maybe all right. Round round six of championship fight, you can grip the cage with your feet, <laughs> just your feet, just your feet. Now you can do your hands. Round seven. Okay. If it gets there, round eight, you know we're starting to go. Now we'll go. Now we now we got to start. Now we got to start. Then maybe, like I said, maybe we'll throw some chairs in the cage. Round round twelve, thirteen, you just leave the stool in. Remember when uh, y'all <laughs> left the stool in? <laughs> you just leave the stool in. Maybe we get a little million dollar baby situation going. <laughs> at what point? At what round is biting allowed? Probably like ten. Yeah. I would think if the stool is in at twelve <laughs> and it's legal. <laughs> It has to be. It has to be believable. It has to be like you know that that's what they always say is like when somebody reaches under a wrestling ring. All right, if he pulls out a chair, they may have had some extra chairs around for the wrestling show. They may have had an extra table around for the wrestling show, a toolbox to set up the ring, something like a wrench. But when they're pulling out barbed wire covered baseball bats, you're like, all right, well this doesn't make any sense. Why would they put? Why would the ring crew put that under there? <laughs> why is there a blowtorch under a wrestling ring? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Who the hell left a midget with a shillelagh just laying around under a wrestling ring? Everybody knows you got to clean that up. It's yeah. under OSHA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to get these midgets out. You got to sweep them up, these leprechauns. Yeah. It literally says, <laughs> you need no a, Irish need apply. You need a large butterfly net yeah. <laughs> and a sack. Yes. Uh, all right. So this has been old business. Um, come see me. In Buffalo next weekend with Ryan Long and Robbie Bernstein at Helium. And this weekend, if you're listening, I'll be at Saratoga Springs with Sacamico. That was an odd way to pace that. What do you mean? You you announced next week's dates before this week's? That's what I thought of first. Okay. Oh, I just I... found out about the Zach thing today. I'm going to have to tell Zach that he ranks behind Ryan Long on your list of priorities. Uh, Ryan uh, booked me for the shows three months ago. Zach booked me this morning. Mm. 
You know, I did hear actually on Real Ass Podcast last week that they uh, they they asked Zach who was uh, who was coming with him, and he said I have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So he's known for a while. He needed someone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many knows he got before he reached out to you, but Paco and Figs were busy. <laughs> and that's just depressing. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 bunking with Zach Amico. Gonna get the most out of my uh, sleep mask with the built-in earbuds. There's no, there's no feature room. No, for the Saratoga Springs Club. No, hmm. I don't know what it's called in Saratoga Springs, but I assume it's the only comedy club. In Saratoga Springs. I think it's going to be fun. I think the racetrack's probably open in February, right? I mean, with this kind of global warming, definitely. It seems there's no reason. Get these horses up and motivated. The world is dying. It's not like they're going to be running these races forever. That is the comedy. Go make your money, kids. The comedy works in Saratoga Springs. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, you're under. You're in great company here. You got Zach Amigo this weekend, Drew down the following, Jim Florentine, Kurt Metzger, and Robert Kelly. Mm-hmm. So that's a, you know, it's yeah. a nice little run of white guys. Great run of white guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're all going to ride horses. Yeah. Yeah, afterwards. I think I'm going to be the least fat horse rider in that lineup. It's brilliant. And so, therefore, my horse will run the fastest. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check out uh, Mike's uh, uh, live streams. Uh, you know, do all that stuff. Moving on. A lot of stuff going on, Mike. Now, here's a crazy thing. The Super Bowl was last night. Yeah, it was. Great Super Bowl, right off the bat. Just fantastic. I heard it was the third most watched television event of all time. Uh, in the United States, yes. In the United States. I, I assume number two is the uh, finale of MASH. Um, or it's, is it all Super Bowls is the top three? I don't know. The OJ verdict, I imagine, would be up there? Um, hmm. I don't know if that's considered a show. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was a circus. <laughs> sure. I'll tell you that, Michael. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, number one is uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I think that's it's XLIX. So that's uh, 49, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Super Bowl uh, 57. Mm-hmm. And now this is Super Bowl uh, fifth. I don't know, dude. I I can't do the Roman numerals, man. All right, good. That's great. But yeah, all all of them are Super Bowls. Okay. Now, great game, great game. Uh, just a lot of fantastic playing. Um, really good football. Um, there was a halftime show. There was. Uh, I saw there's a. Super Smash Brothers themed halftime show. I saw that because of the platforms. I, I, I saw that it was Nintendo partnered with the Super Bowl, and then uh, there was all those great commercials. People people love the commercials. You Wait, know. Nintendo did not Nintendo do the thing? Did not Nintendo do the thing? <laughs> yeah. What What do we? It was. I know it was uh, Fat Rihanna. Uh, she was Kirby. She was supposed to be Kirby. She's pregnant. That's why she was eating all the things, but she was also supposed to be Kirby. She was eating? What was she eating? What? Chris, did you watch this? No, not at all. I did not watch one minute of the Super Bowl. No. So that's your reason watched, you know it's only I, number three? Yeah, yeah, it's just me. I, I What I did was I watched yesterday, I watched the 
UFC pay-per-view from the night before that I had <laughs> avoided social media all day to not get spoilers. That's awesome. Yeah. So there was one commercial during the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, by uh, Tubi. Oh, I saw that one. I did see that on Twitter after the fact where it was just it just made people freak out. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, ooh, actually, now it's saying that it was the second most watched uh, oh. event of all time. Whoa. Surpassing... Uh, Super Bowl LV whatevers. Yeah. Um, so apparently... Uh, so what happened was in this Tubi commercial, mm-hmm. uh, they're like... It was like right after halftime, I think. They uh, they did a thing where like it showed on your TV, like it left... Like if you had a if you have a smart TV, like it just like brings up the little icons on the bottom, mm-hmm. and then it went over to two B, and then it like turned on a movie, mm-hmm. like turned off the Super Bowl, and and yeah, 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 um, and they intentionally made it look like they were they were going to the announcers like in the booth. Yeah, yeah I saw, I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah that. I saw. Um, so apparently that led one man uh, to start beating his wife. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because he thought she sat on the remote. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either sat on the remote or just like intentionally turned it off on him. Good for him. Uh, so he apparently beat the shit out of her, and uh, Tubi is uh, being held responsible for the. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this can't be real. I'm gonna look at the story right now. Uh, they always say that violence goes up around the Super Bowl. You know, domestic violence on Super Bowl Sunday, like, spikes. But I wonder if that also has to do with the fact that Valentine's Day is coming imminently. And it's like, oh, you know how I get out of uh, Valentine's Day? And men don't get to have their Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Yep. Or do women just get hammered at Super Bowl parties and act like assholes Mm -hmm. and embarrass men in front of their uh, uh, friends? Is that a thing? I think so. I don't... Maybe it's a gambling. Is you think it's a gambling loss thing? Could be. That's what I think they blame it on. Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like it's probably a, it's just a culmination of, you know, it's been the winter for a while. You, you dealt with the holidays. You didn't crack her one. Right. Yeah, you had to go see your fucking whole extended family. Fucking New Year's, she made you do a thing. Tickets to a fucking restaurant you regularly go to. And spend fourteen ninety nine on a fucking strip steak, are are hundred and forty seven dollars because it comes with one glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got to deal with that tomorrow. It's a nightmare. Yeah, now you've got you've had to put your snow tires on since then, right? <laughs> then, you know, it's just it's just cold and wet, and then it's just it's the Super Bowl. You've had a week off from football, which means you've had a whole week with no football. The only thing keeping you sane throughout the winter, and then. The uh, Super Bowl finally comes on. You had this whole week without the only thing keeping you from killing this person, right? I'm just saying this is not me because obviously I don't watch this, but I assume that uh, most uh, football domestic abusers, uh, they just they're ready to Ray Rice a bitch at any given moment. I mean that's why they love football so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're literally like their entire house is an elevator. They literally <laughs> are like, bitch, you're up to here. No, you're up to, and they just go, ding, 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 as they go, you're up to here now, ding, 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 and then they just blast that bitch if she interrupts the Super Bowl. I mean, she had it coming. At that point. Or if she burns the wings. Yeah. What are you going to do? Any of the above. All works. True. All right. Did you find a thing? 
What thing? Oh, the no, I can't find this story. I saw it earlier on Twitter, and I should have sent it to you immediately. And oh, I man. feel I, like a yes, buffoon now. Somebody, yeah, somebody definitely. I could definitely see somebody had beaten their wife for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so wh- there were some Jesus commercials people were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen these on like uh, they've been playing on like a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff. Like, you know, uh, uh, Jesus commercials. Yeah, it's like the one where it's like there was no like. I'm not you know, getting those targeted ads. They like, must know you're a. Sap. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like a, it's like a whole thing where it's like you know uh, 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 you know driven out of their home because of war, etc., uh, etc., et and like a whole bunch of other things. And then it's like Jesus was a refugee too, and it's like he knows. Let me see a commercial. Okay. Find me these Jesus Super Bowl ads because I heard people were complaining that the Super Bowl ads cost so much money. Well, I mean, seven million dollars. So what? What? That's so much money. I guarantee you, hold on. There's got to be a gospel that says spread the word of the Lord. Right? Yeah. Word of the Lord. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. What is the Bible? Openbible.info says, okay, so Mark 16 15-16, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Well, the Super Bowl would just be the one nation. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is a blah, blah, strive for peace. All right, but here, the main thing is the Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Now, did you not say that this is the third most watched television event in the history of this country? Yes. Well, obviously... That is money well spent if a big part of the thing is spreading the word yeah. of well, the Jesus. And they're about to get seven billion more ears on it. I, I'm anti this show is anti-Jesus. <laughs> Except if he happens to be a Mexican worker lifting a thing. <laughs> That's Jesus. I knew a guy, Puerto Rican guy, went by Jesus. The Jesus? No, just Jesus. And I go, really? You go by Jesus? He goes, I don't speak none of that Spanish shit. <laughs> Jesus. That's my fucking name. That's how you read it. Jesus. He's got a point. Yeah. So now this is a Jesus commercial. Let's see. Oh, no. Why is that? Why is that cancer kid peeing? I don't know. What a wonder. Now, now go to hegetsus.com slash be childlike. Sorry, what? Now go to that website, hegetsus.com slash be childlike. And it's just going to be a priest fucking a kid. It's going to be like lemonparty.org, but with a priest getting blown by three kids. Slash be childlike. Jesus didn't want us to act like adults. It's just a link to the commercial? No, that is a waste of money. No, it's like a whole... You know, I'll tell you this. Jesus as a Jew probably wouldn't have liked this. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus the carpenter? All for it. Yeah. Jesus the Jew? Seems like a... What's your ROI? Uh, He's going to... If Jesus was on Shark Tank and they came to him with this, he'd be like, what's your customer acquisition cost? Seven billion! What? (laughs) 
How many seconds? But I guess they had that. Uh, we added a we added a click to that. Yeah. So that's gonna help them. Yeah, and I mean, I think we'll convert some of the seven billion listening. I'm telling you, if you convert to Jesus, stop listening. So, all right, if we convert people, right? Like, let's say, you know, you go to Do church. Do we get a commission? I think we should. We should get a piece of the tithing. I'm just now, saying. Now it's go ahead and be Jesus-y. If they're going to go all in, right? Spend, it should be like an affiliate deal. Yeah. We should at least get some of the heaven. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, maybe, all right, well, you don't want to give us your earthly tithings. I get it. You need those. You got to fix the roof of the church. It always seems to be the roof. Always the roof. Why is it always? Why? You know what? You build a tin roof. They last longer. Yeah. Sure, it's going to be a little loud during the thing, but you know, play a little more fucking music in there. You yeah. know, you, you, you tune your organ a little better. Honestly, roofs are supposed to last for thirty years. So, I don't know who your who contractor the fuck tells you that. Uh, me as a contractor, that was what I would always tell people because it's the truth. Literally, no one believes that. What are you talking about? No one believes that roofs last 30 years. That's how long they're supposed to last. They do not. Okay. Chris, when's the last time you put a roof on a house? Uh, Not long ago. Yeah? And how long did they tell you? They told me, look, we're supposed to tell you 30 years, but it's really more like 12 years. Well, well you can like re-shingle it. If you re-shingle it a couple of times, you get 30 years out of it. Shingle this fucking thing. You can also always glue a second layer on at some point. That's what I'm saying. That's re-shingling. But you can only do that once, Mike. No, you can do three layers. In the state of New York, I believe you're only allowed to do two layers. Fuck. I don't know why you're arguing with me on this. This was my business for a decade. I mean, podcast producing is your decade, is your is your uh, uh, business for this decade, and I have to argue with you about that on a fucking weekly basis. Do you? I don't know how many conversations we had about it today, Mike. <laughs> I mean, a couple. I'm bringing the average up. We weren't arguing. That's true. We I were was agreeing. agreeing with you that uh, someone who works at Gas Digital, who probably won't for much longer, um, sucks at his job. Mm. And I bet it's not no, who you're thinking of, dear listeners. Don't talk about yourself like that, Mike. Hey, oh, this guy. Ugh. This Michelob Ultra is a delight after that Clamato beer. Yeah? I, do you think that's why they make it? To make all the other beers taste less bad? <laughs> <laughs> it really... Uh, I can't tell if it tastes like bad soup. You know what I mean? It seems like bad soup. It's like a like a, like a an off tomato bisque? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like somebody peed in your tomato bisque. That's mm. what it tastes like. Uh, all right, so Jesus won the Super Bowl. Congratulations, Jesus. Yeah. Moving on. Mike, we got to talk about aliens. Why? Everybody's talking about the aliens. We got to talk about the aliens, Mike. There's a there's another UFO over Canada. That bitch Trudeau was on TV. I was like, some nice American boys came and knocked down the UFO above Canadian airspace. <laughs> Did you see him? Yeah. He was just like... It's like, yeah, thankfully the Americans came and they knocked down our UFO. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we figure we'll get them some, uh, we'll get them, we'll get them all fixed up with some cocoa and we'll send them back home. Some nice poutine. Yeah, we'll get them, we'll get them a nice blanket. That's all they can really do. That's all the Canadians can do is the American Air Force lands after 
I assume a Chinese balloon. Now they're not even saying balloon because everybody made fun of them being balloons. And they're like, you're making a big deal out of balloons. Seems kind of stupid. The, 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 the Pentagon budget is in the trillions of dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah but balloons we're talking here? Got it. You got to save the air from the balloons, dude. We're talking balloons here. Yeah. Um, and I saw on uh, 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 Bill Maher, they were saying that it, it shows that Chinese spy satellites are not good. And why? That's why? Because they had the balloons use... are? You know, they had that black, what's that black guy? Malcolm uh... X. No, no, no. He's dead. Gladwell. No. Bla- a different black guy. I don't know. Malcolm Jamal Warner? That's who it was. It was Malcolm Jamal Warner. <laughs> he was talking about how he used to be in the CIA with Bill Maher. And then uh, he was in Ukraine for a while. But then he said that it was very bad. Uh, 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 balloons, and then it, it, and then Eddie Griffin was like, "We gotta close the barbershop," and it was uh, weird. I don't know. And then, um, but he said, "Yeah, the spy satellites were bad. That's why they had to do the balloons." But it, here's the funny thing: is like, remember uh, on High Society, we were talking about this. We were like, "Oh no, I was just talking to Stanley about this." Uh, where I just go, "How come?" Like, I, I'm kind of glad that China admitted. Remember, like, la- so last week the the thing was. Uh, China goes, well, you guys shot down our thing. That's our thing. Give it back. <laughs> like, like it was just a baseball that they threw over a fence <laughs> and we were keeping it now. Yeah. That's mine now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking talking about? You, you can't do that. It's not, you're over our airspace. That's a, that's a thing. Even if it's in the ocean, I, we, all the ocean airspace is America's. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for threatening to steal the moon. <laughs> Sick of it. Um, so, so now they're saying, well, there, we shot one down too. What, what could this be? What's this thing? So you look it up. China said that they shot down a, uh, a, a UFO today, I think. Um, and it's, which I mean, thankfully, thank God, China also has to shoot down a, a, a UFO. Because it, it's also just like, it's just such a thing. Where it's like, well, you guys are now sending UFOs over here. And everybody's going to be like, nobody's even going to pay this any mind. I think I saw it on like the Hindu Times or something. One of these fucking, uh, here it is. Okay, yeah. Chinese authorities reported they spotted an unidentified flying object over the waters near a naval base and were preparing to shoot it down. But what is it? Now that, first of all, what was it? What were they, were they calling them UAVs for a while? Um, Unidentified. Uh, airborne vehicles? Uh, no, it was un- unidentified UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. Gotcha. And now they're going back to UFO. Well, I think it's it's like a DUI, DWI thing. What do you mean? Uh, a flying object and an aerial phenomenon are the same thing. A DUI and a DWI are not the same thing. Driving under the influence or driving while intoxicated? Well, one is lesser, right? Under the influence is less than while intoxicated, correct? They're just grades of the same thing. I suppose, yeah. So what is the difference? I think they went with UAV. The actual reason why they changed the UAV is so that they could say, no, we're not investigating UFOs. That's crazy. The government doesn't give credence to UFOs. And then everybody was like, let's just change the name of UFOs. That's what happened. Like, you know, the Times outed all this UFO research, I think in like the mid-2000s. And so... They had to do this thing, 
and you can look it up. I, I don't remember the exact specifics of it. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it is the same thing. It's just a rebrand. Yes, yeah, it was a rebrand, but now they're going back to UFO Classic. Mm-hmm. They're just like, look, we've got fucking cargo pants. That's, I think, what it is. It's because they're balloons, and they go, people associate that with cargo pants. Let's go back to UFOs. Back to the 90s, baby. Yeah, back to UFOs. You know, everything old is new again. Hmm. You know? Yeah. It's Project Blue Book. Or as Kanye West would call it, Project Jew Book. I don't, I don't, I don't. Project Blue Light, that's what it was. Project Green Light? Blue Light. I don't remember this. Project Blue Light was supposedly like the uh, fake UFO conspiracy theory where um, conspiracy theorists were like, yeah, they're going to tell us that there's UFOs and that they need more control. I'm looking this up. It's a nationwide recognition of police officers who have died in the line of duty. No, no, no. Blue Beam. Okay. Uh, sir, I'm I'm seeing a uh, thing about Serge Monsat. Nah, dude. Canadian investigative journalist, per- poet, and essayist, and conspiracy theorist. Um, oh, that's probably it. Project Bluebeam. Yeah, I'm seeing here. I'm not. Uh, yeah, my UFO knowledge is kind of outdated. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna pretend that it's not. There was that thing that came out this week where it was uh, they just kept observing radio signals playing over and over again. Yeah, you you talked about that on uh, Without a Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was um, it's an interesting thing because they were okay. just like, we don't know what this is, but it seems like it seems like you it seems like an alien species doing something as stupid as we would do to try to reach out to an alien species. Right. That's like their thing. They go, well, this seems like something we would do that's dumb. So just play it must a record. Be... They're just rickrolling us in their language. Never gonna give you up. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have it here. In 1994, he published Project Blue Beam, uh, in which he detailed his claim that NASA, with the help of the United Nations, was attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a New World Order via technological uh, simulated Second Coming of Christ. He also gave talks on this topic. Other conspiracy theorists have noted similar area project. Uh, Blue Beam to the plots of Gene Roddenberry's unreleased 1975 Star Trek movie, uh, Treatment, The Good Thing, and the 1991 Star Trek Next Generation episode, Devil's Do. Mm. So, you know, wouldn't be the first time a a religion was started off of a uh, science fiction writer. Pretty good. Pretty good, Mike. But yeah, so uh, China has China is claiming that they also have a, a UFO. They don't know what. Now to LA, last game before yeah. the. How are your bets doing, Mike? They're doing okay. Um, so China, yeah, China claims uh, they've spotted an unidentified flying object over the waters of a naval base, preparing to shoot it down. Okay, so what happens when they shoot it down? Are they going to be like, "Hey, do you guys want to take a look at our? If you give us back, if you give us back with the one you found, we'll give you back the one we found." That's what they're going to say? Probably. You think? I would imagine. So here's the thing. is that, like, There would have to be like a sat hookup in these balloons, right? So it's like, we know, we're going to know these are Chinese balloons within a day. I mean, I'm sure they already know. So it's like, are they just trying to literally be like, how, like, we already heard you say that you did this, that you sent these balloons to Latin America and the United States and all over the fucking place. In our hemisphere. We no. already know you've done this. No, uh uh You said it, and they're just going to be like, no, we didn't say that. 
That's like literally what they're going to do. We never said that. They're just gaslighting us. Yeah, they're absolutely gaslighting us. Another another thing America did, China stole and is improving on. Gasoline, exactly. Sick. Yeah. I mean, if anybody, I feel like the Chinese have probably been lying to women longer than They've been a society longer than us. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, gaslighting's always existed. No, see, I think it's the opposite. I feel like they were just honest to women and were like... You're saying the Chinese? Yeah. Pre-Mao. They, they were just like, yo, we st- stay home. It's better for you. <laughs> you think that's what they said? Yeah. They're like, run like a little tea house or whatever. Yeah. You know, bring me some fucking shrimp dumplings, you fucking hua. Yeah. That's what they do. But uh, here's a funny thing. is like, So now the Chinese are just being antagonistic. Just, How so? They, they basically shined a laser pointer at a Filipino warship. It's the funniest photo I've ever seen. And the U.S. Navy's going, this is antagonist. You can't just do this. And I looked at it, and it's like, remember when you were a kid and you would try to shine like a super powerful laser pointer at like a plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I bet we can crash that plane. <laughs> it just looks, it looks like that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Is that not what it looks like? <laughs> it looks exactly like they're just using a laser pointer to try to get a ship to sink. Ooh, temporary blinded by Chinese laser. Of course. That's exactly... Look, that's literally exactly <laughs> what your parents would say to you if they caught you fucking around with a laser pointer mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I miss when everybody... Had, remember that fad where everybody had laser pointers? Yeah, to the point where they couldn't sell them to, like, people under 18. Yeah, and then they just did anyway. Yeah. Laser pointers were fidget spinners for a while there. Because they were, at first, they were stupid expensive. And then people were like, that's pretty cool. And then they were retardedly cheap. Like, the first time I saw, there was, like, a nerdy guy that lived on my block, like, an older dude who had, like, a giant telescope that he would set up when, like, uh, there was, like, a meteor shower or something dumb. So you'd have to... Shoot a laser pointer at it? No, no. So basically, like, he was, like, a guy who had, like, a laser pointer. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, some, like, you know, some guy who, like, didn't have a family, so he, like, bought a lot of stuff at Radio Shack. Would have, like, a laser pointer back in the day. And then all of a sudden, you can just get one for six bucks from an African guy while you're buying a belt. That's where I bought The way America intended. Yeah, that's where I bought all my belts for years, from African gentlemen on the street. Is everything all right in there? Yeah, Brian's on the phone. Oh. So the Chinese are really not in a good place. Uh, uh, um, they are uh, uh, they're falling apart. Everything everything's going bad for them. They sent over these balloons. Kind of dumb for them to do send over a balloon. A box kite would have been more the thing for the Chinese to send. Maybe some sort of dragon shaped flying thing. Now this is over. Now they're claiming they have their own UFO. Maybe the U.S. just was like, you know what? Let's send a fucking balloon over there. Make them feel special. All the other countries are getting balloons. China has to get a balloon too. Oh, God. I don't think there's any balloons over Ukraine. Too many bullets. All right. Moving on. Bombs over Baghdad? Ah. I think that I do agree with you that the the dragon would have been the way to go. Yeah, I think. Maybe tea lights? Something like that. Yeah, what are those lights that they, you know, sometimes you go to a wedding on a beach and they make you fucking light a fire under a thing and then send it out into the ocean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. 
It does stink. Everybody, I think people stopped doing it because it was like cute for a while, but then somebody always gets burned and nobody really wants to do it. And then you're really just putting garbage into the water. Yeah, it, it's a gr- it's a gross thing to do. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's not environmentally sound. Mm. So you know, and we know China's all about that. That's true. China is about the environment. That's their number one concern they're, now. That's true. <laughs> they, they they're not stopping doing anything. Moving on. I gotta say something. I've noticed a, a, a trend recently that I very much enjoy, and I think is great. Um, <clears throat> politicians are regularly getting attacked. Can, uh, so we have a list. Obviously, we talked about Paul Pelosi a week or two ago, uh, but uh, uh, two Jersey councilmen were found murdered in their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, Does this make you worried as a uh, uh, county committee? County committeeman. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I always keep that thing on me, so we'll see how you, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm the some I, councilmen shoot back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a regular Aaron Burr. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have you challenged any other county committeeman to a duel? Oh, it's a standing no- knowledge that I will duel a county committeeman. Pistols at dawn. Yeah, pistols. Chris, at dawn. pistols at dawn from Brooklyn. <laughs> pistols at noon. <laughs> High noon, guys. Pistols at my dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pistols at noon-ish, because I'm going to want a <laughs> cup of coffee after I get up. Um, but so there was a softball game where everybody got shot. Remember, all those guys got shot. And then, you know, obviously Shinzo Abe got shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rand Paul got punched in the face. Uh, uh, Paul Pelosi, like I said, got hit with a hammer. Uh, Nancy Craig got mugged. Mm-hmm. In her vestibule, I heard about it. Was this. just a mugging. It wasn't even a politically motivated thing. Uh, uh, now, obviously, Governor Whitmer, uh, Lee Zeldin got attacked, running for governor. And I gotta say, I think this is a positive thing for America. You think? I, look, for a long time there, I'd say, let's say between there was that little dust up with Reagan, and our buddy Hinckley shot him. You know, he did his time. Let him let him have his shows. It's ridiculous. Um and but before but other than that, it was like literally like it goes it goes right, Kennedy assassination. No politicians get attacked. Somebody shoots at Reagan and then nothing. And then like until like the Obama administration. Uh, I guess that guy threw a shoe at Bush. Bush did get a clap with a shoe. But that was in Iraq. Right? Mm-hmm. He kind of had it coming. Yeah. I'm saying a home turf in America. Americans are attacking politicians at a higher rate than we've seen. I think ever. Maybe since the 1700s. Do you think people used to just go fuck up their councilmen if they just didn't vote for them the way they wanted them to? Dude, that, that, that would be pretty sick. That's what I'm saying. I think this is a good thing how it should go right yeah because people think the government's like untouchable like you're kind of fucked in this weird way you have to vote democrat or republican right mm-hmm. so people are just fucking up politicians makes sense and it's pretty sweet dude i like when politicians get punched like with a weapon it's kind of a little much or yeah. like a gun it's extreme yeah like i say taser fine mm-hmm but if you're going to just go punch a politician, that's hilarious. I agree. Like, I think that's... Honestly, every politician should could fight. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like, they should all... 
You should be able to fight your local representative. I agree. Like, you should be able to I go. Actually never agree with anything more. Yeah, you should be able to like challenge them to a fight, a fist fight, and they they can get all right. So they can get out of if it's a woman, she can have a male proxy, and a man can have a female proxy, and then you can opt out of one weight class based fight a year and have a proxy. But other than that. You got to fight. No more than, we'll say no more than once a month. But you have to fight. Must. Must. So what we were talking, Pro Fight League, they fight, what, eight times a year? No. Uh, Professional Fighters League, it's, uh, no, it's like three to four regular season and then uh, two to three playoffs. So. So seven. Max. Max. So you have to fight at least seven times a year. At least? Well, well you have to fight seven times a year. For yeah. no belt. If you're a congressman, that's crazy. They have the belt, uh, dude. You can't be you can't be making a guy fight that many times for no belt. We'll get them a belt. Maybe they get a belt if they're willing to toughen up and fucking fight for their district. Okay, you make a fair point. Hunger Games, they all fought for their district. They I did. saw that movie. Yeah, that documentary. You mean? Yeah, that was a real thing that happened. Mm-hmm. That was all congressmen making them do that. We all saw it. Yeah, and if they would have fought them, if you, none of them wanted to fight fucking uh, what's your tits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like this. I think maybe then because then we get more tougher fucking uh, uh, reps, right? You know what I mean? Maybe there's some sort of fighter's purse. So maybe that's how we'll do it. If you want to challenge a vote that your congressman does, you got to get people in your district to put up money for the fighter's purse. And that's because otherwise we can have too many people challenging these guys for fights, right? What about, okay. All right. I like this. So you got to raise, you got to raise the money. The same way they had to raise campaign money, you got to raise fuck them, punch them in the teeth money. So like, let's say your city councilman doesn't fill the pothole on your street, mm-hmm. but he spends the money on some other shit that you think is gay, like books or something, <laughs> right? You go... And you go, all right, look, I'm mad about this whole thing. Let's raise money, and I'm going to fight him, and then he has to go fix this pothole. Checks out. Yeah. By himself. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great plan. I like it. Yeah. We need more fighting in politics. We do. Like a dueling system amongst politicians is a good thing. That was originally why they called it the dual party system. Is that true? No. Why didn't you just say yes? Yes. Good. It's 100%. They should at least learn how to fence. That (laughs) seems fucking elegant for a fucking... They should all be Zorro-level proficient with a foil. That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? How does that not make sense? Fencing? I mean, because your average, you know, like me, I can't can't fence, but I want a fuckable politician. Dude, fencing is pretty easy. Fencing is pretty... All right, I'll give you that. Dude, fencing is way easier than fist fighting. That's barely think? a sport, dude. I disagree. Dude, first of all, you ever seen another sport where you're a live human being sport that only works in two dimensions? It's literally fencing and darts. That's it. Fair enough. There has to be another sport. No way. Hmm. Even pistol shooting, you got to move your pistol this way. Yeah, you got to cock the gun. Yeah. I mean, technically, you have to do that with a dart, too. Yeah, but 
the 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 point of the dart is to try to stay as much on the one plane as possible. You make a good point. Yeah. The only two-dimensional sports, darts and fencing. Fencing is ridiculous. The fact that it is two men sword fighting on a line. They can't step out? How is that a sword fight? It's not true. I saw that James Bond movie where he was fencing. and He was moving all about the line. They like they went on to like two different levels. I've watched Olympic fencing. I'll be honest, I have fenced. What you mean, like you built a fence? No, I fenced in high school. Yeah, I took a fencing class in high school in, in school as gym as my gym class. That's one, pretty sick. One semester. No, it sucked. The fencing teacher was a cunt, and he made us like run from the eighth floor to the fucking basement and back every fucking day. That's not very cool. Yeah, and it was like five minutes of actual fencing. We had to do squat thrusts. Who the fuck wants to do squat thrusts when they're 14? I thought it would be cool because I'm like, oh, fencing. And then the fucking teacher was a dick. His name was uh, uh, Dean Yeagit. He was the dean. Yeagit. And that's his name. He got outed as a racist my senior year. Very happy about that. Piece of shit. Good. Yeah. Glad. So, in short, politicians need to fucking uh, crip up or grip up. Moving on. Um, oh, this is something I wanted to talk about last week and we didn't get to. There was a thing, there was an article that the New York Post put out um, about Kamala Harris. And uh, let me read this article to you. Um, hold on here. It was uh, basically saying that she has a very low, um, oh, here it is. More Democrats leery about VP Kamala Harris. Can't think of one thing she's done, was the headline. To which I had to say, now, I do not like Kamala Harris, right? She was she famously pro- heavily prosecuted cannabis uh, uh, suppliers and, 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 and admitted to smoking pot. Uh, she was very mean to that old senile guy that one time and then said it was a debate. You remember that? Um and then, uh, uh, so apparently she's a, I don't remember, I, I can't tell you anything any vice president has done. So the example I gave on Twitter was the potato thing with Dan Quayle. Somebody reminded me that uh, 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 Dick Cheney shot a guy in the face. That was a thing. Yeah. Somebody else said that H.W. Uh, uh, Bush was just friends with John Hinckley before he shot Reagan. Um. Can you what? Do, what does the vice president do? So I know that they suppose they're supposed to uh, decide a tie in Congress, right? Yes. When was the last time there was a tie in Congress? Hmm. And I want to know the vice president who decided that tie. Was it Spiru Agnew? Maybe. Uh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, oh. Yeah, so, uh, no, no, there's been a bunch. Recently. I mean, literally, Kamala Harris has voted 26 times. 26 times? Mm-hmm. How is this not news? Mm-hmm. I thought they were trying to fix her fucking uh, uh, rep. So what, what were the ones that she voted for? Uh, 
FY 2022 budget reconciliation, HR 5376, as amended, um, it was passed on a 5150. All of these are past 5150. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a tie. Oh. So, I mean, that's basically her thing? Yeah. Oh. I mean, the, all right. Uh, motion to proceed. <laughs> Motion to discharge the Mary T. Boyle nomination, nomination of Julia Ruth Gordon. Motion to invoke Cloucher on the Julia Ruth Gorman Gordon. Cloucher, you say? Doggy. Cla- Cloucher? Cloucher. I barely know her. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, motion to invoke closures on these on these bitches. So I don't know. That seems odd. I don't know what's going on, dude. So she's doing stuff. She is doing stuff. So just to give you an idea, in the two years she's been in office, mm-hmm. she's voted 26 times, twice as much as Mike Pence's 13 uh, from 2017 to 2021. Wow. Uh, Biden, absolutely none. Zero. Yeah. Dick Cheney, over the course of uh, eight years, did one vote a year, eight times. Whoa. Al Gore, four times over the course of eight years. So that is just... Um... That's interesting. That is a, a a hell of a. That's just a great weird microcosm of how much more divided the country is, right? I mean, kinda. Dan Quayle, none. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They probably stopped letting him vote after that potato thing. Probably. I'll be honest. I feel bad for him about the potato thing. Why? Because you know the card said you know he was judging a spelling bee, right? Yeah. And so I, I don't know this. So the kid was supposed to spell potato. Okay. And he checked the card. The kid spelled potato correctly. P-A-T-A-T-O. Sure. And then he goes, uh, no, it's T-O-E based on the card. Now, I'll tell you this. As many times as I've read the word potato, under pressure as a 50-year-old man, if you just... Like, I would think that I was being Mandela affected. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like I, I, I could have swore there wasn't an E on the end of this, but I figured a spelling bee, <laughs> a spelling bee motherfuckers would know. And then everybody in the country, I remember being a little kid, and everybody in the country was like, well, I mean, he should know how to spell potato. He's the vice president of the, but what else did he do? You're saying he voted four times? No, none. Zero times. So he did nothing. He literally did nothing other than the potato thing. And Dick Cheney one time, you said? Uh, no, Dick Cheney once per year over the course okay. of eight years. So eight votes over eight years. Eight votes over eight years. Yeah. Not much. That Al he did. Gore, four votes over eight years. Not much. No. And then you said Mike Pence, how many? 13? 13. Over four years. Over four years. And then what's her face over? Uh, uh, 26 times over two years. Jesus, that's nuts. It's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. Maybe she's voting too much. Maybe. These are the votes that, these are the fake mail-in votes that the Republicans are talking about. Ooh-wee. Maybe she's using a Dominion voting machine. Ooh, okay, this is fun. Uh, John Adams, the first VP, 29. 29? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Wait a second, it doesn't even make sense. There was like five reps back then. Well, no, it's the Senate, so you figure there was 13 colonies, 13 states, there's got to be 20. 26. Oh, then I guess there could be a thing. Old John Adams, mm-hmm. back then, he was like, look, we're going to go with three-fifths, all right? That's it. 
that's a good number. Did you know? Did you know there was a vice president named George Clinton? Really? Yeah, he was the head of Parliament Funkadelic. That's crazy. <laughs> he decided all of the ties yeah. in Parliament Funkadelic. Yes. <laughs> Man, how long were you sitting on that one? I mean, uh, just, just this is just. Is that real? I swear. 14, uh, 14 times he voted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the vice president from 1805 to 1812. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, what happened in 1812? Mm, burned his house down. There was no vice president from 1812 to 1813. Yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> burned his house down. <laughs> Burning down the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but so what is the vice president's job? Can you please look that up? Um, I mean, I think at this point it's to cuck your husband Hot. because, you know, her husband is, uh, is, uh, is he a good looking man? I don't know, but I Was do she know good looking young. I mean, I would assume so, just off of the sense uh, that she got her fucking, her nickname uh, when she was coming up was Heels Up Harris. Whoa. Yeah, because she, uh, she was fucking quite a bit to get where she was can at. I, can, I see a, can I see a picture? Who said that, that her name was Heels Up Harris? My mom. Oh, come on now. My, my mom is the foremost authority. But she was all right. She's cute. I mean, she's not a bad-looking woman now for her age. I mean, what is she, late 40s? Nah, she's got to be 50s. Can't be vice president in your 40s. It's crazy. Uh, wasn't Obama president in his 40s? Yeah, I said vice president. Oh, that's fair. I mean, she's not a bad-looking woman, in all honesty. Yeah. Uh Oh, is that her down there? Go back. Her? Is that? I don't think so. Oh. Oh, hold on. Yeah. That's her. She was a cute chick. Yeah. Not bad. Kamala Harris. She was just sitting there thinking about all the people she was going to lock in cages. Yep. All right. Okay. How and when to uh, how and when to Kamala Harris get the nickname Heels Up Harris? <laughs> That's a real thing. Okay. Oh, she won the... <laughs> what do you want? Stormfront? <laughs> so along Cora... Um, and somebody said it's because she was the gangbang champion of the Philippines in 2009. <laughs> Woo! I mean, look, she might have been... Look, she might have been fucking... Who the fuck knows? Nancy Reagan was the throat goat. Mm-hmm. You know, bitches out here fucking. We saw that picture of Nancy Pelosi when she met Kennedy. You tell me she didn't fuck him? Yeah, she had to. She that was... was- the duty of every young woman who met the president back then. Yeah, that was you had to. Yeah, they they go. She's like, I want to meet the president. And your da- your dad has to be like, all right, well, Nancy, you're gonna have to come in my study because I'm gonna have to tell you what you have to do if you're gonna meet the president. And and he's like, well, you know, you have to pretend you like it. You might not like it. I'm not, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna, a powerful man is just gonna thrust right into you. He's not he's not really gonna spit on anything or lube anything up for you. I, I, I know you don't know about this, but you got to do it. He's the president, for God's sake. It would be like if the Pope came to town and I didn't suck his cock. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is where the nickname came from. Uh, she was uh, she dated former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown, 
and he appointed her like positions while they were dating. Oh, I see. So I guess she, yeah, she like, she oh, came. she, but they were just da- okay, whatever. Yeah. But that's like calling fucking Hillary Clinton heels up Hillary because fucking Bill Clinton was like, you should be in charge of health care. No, uh, I mean, he was married and he was fucking her on the side. Oh, nice. And then, you know, being like, all right, you can Wait be- a second. Didn't we just determine that she was pretty cute back then? Yeah. Good for that, dude. Damn, this guy rules. Uh, the Sacramento Bee <laughs> reporter told people that Brown had a succession of girlfriends and would go to a party with his wife on one arm and his girlfriend on the other. What? <laughs> Ball, that's like Italian politician shit right there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good for him. Uh, 1994 Los Angeles Times uh, did a report about then-California Assembly Speaker Brown's rush to hand out patronage jobs. Um, describing Harris as Brown's frequent companion, said several people referred to her as Brown's girlfriend. Um, yeah, when they met, she was 29, he was 60. God, what a fucking boss. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brown supported Harris in her successful 2003 run for San Francisco district attorney. Tried to distance herself from him in that race, telling San Francisco Weekly that Brown, whose career was dogged by corruption allegations, was an albatross hanging around my neck. Mm. Damn, what a bitch. His career is over. I will be alive and kicking for the next 40 years. I do not owe him a thing. If there was corruption, it will be prosecuted. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to come after you too, motherfucker. What's up? Damn, if there was corruption, and I know there was, yeah. because you were fucking me and giving me this job. Right. <laughs> All right. Look, we, we, we've gotten off topic. What is the vice president supposed to do besides the tie in the Senate? Because it seems like an odd thing that you just like have a pretty sweet gig for four years. Uh, the Constitution names Vice President of the United States as the President of the Senate. In addition to serving as presiding officer, the Vice President has the sole power to break a tie vote in the Senate and formally presides over receiving and counting of electoral ballots cast in presidential election. Uh, oh, right. That was the thing where they tried to kill Pence. Right. Today's Vice President served as the principal advisor to the President, but from 1789 until 1950s, their primary duty was to preside over the Senate. Since the 1830s, vice presidents have occupied offices near the Senate chamber. Over the course of the nation's history, the vice president's influence evolved as vice presidents and senators experimented with and at times vigorously debated the role to be played by this constitutional officer. So basically, the Constitution is so vague that nobody really knows what the vice president is supposed to do. So they go, sitting here, I guess, vote on a tie. Yeah, it's like the president with more vices. Oh, that'd be dope. If, yeah. like, the vice—dude— if they were just like, if the vice president was just a clone of the president that they just make do drugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You seem pretty stressed out, Joe. Let's go to your vice president and load him up with coke and see what he would do in this situation. They would just test different, vi- they should have a bunch of different vice presidents to get like the president's view on different drugs for an issue. So say the spy balloon's happening, then you get the president all coked up and he'd be like, you know what? I don't trust these fucking balloons, but then you get him fucking, you give him some mushrooms. He's like, dude, balloons are fucking awesome. Why would we shoot down a balloon? They're just up there. They're just like trying to be clouds, man. Why would we do this? Also, by the way, all of these things could just be regular Joe Biden. We're going to try to stop him from soaring? Yeah, this is crazy. That's not what America's about. Joe, Joe, balloons don't soar, they kind of just float. Oh man, they're they're up there. They're majestic, like our own bald eagle. And when you want to take them out of the sky, 
That's not right. Dude, that's not my America. You know, he's got a, he, you know, they had, he, he's so old that like they were just like, you know, they came in and they were like, hey, dude, there's like a Chinese balloon floating above stuff. I love a Chinese balloon. A Chinese balloon. Doesn't that cost extra? <laughs> that's literally what he said. It's never not funny. <laughs> I remember back when I was living in, 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 in Pittsfield, there was Chinese balloons left and right. Over in Wilmington, Delaware, they called it a Chinese balloon when you'd go into the back of the restaurant and you'd be all full, inflated, if you will. And then what you'd do is she would, she would jerk you off. And then as you'd come, you'd fart out all that MSG. And then you'd deflate like a balloon. They call that the Chinese balloon mm-hmm. at the Wilmington China Dragon Buffet. <laughs> oh, the old Oriental send-up. Yeah, I know about the Chinese <laughs> balloons. We don't call it an Oriental send-up anymore, Joe. It's a Chinese send-up. <laughs> that's not the American. That I seems know. more racist somehow to <laughs> me. <laughs> We're calling it a chi- That's the actual place, Oriental, because it's a vague term. Why can't we say things are Oriental? Yeah, it could be any of them. Yeah, it's way more ethnocentric and racist if we say a particular ethnicity. If we say Oriental, and because now we're just talking about the mysterious East, <laughs> which is what I call my right nipple. It's mysterious. <laughs> Moving on. Um. Oh, this is interesting. Actually, no. Wait, we got to talk. Well, as we're talking about politics, we got to talk about the uh, 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 State of the Union address. Okay. More like masturbate of the Union address. Okay. I didn't watch that either. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, you didn't I, watch it. No, I didn't watch it at all. You know, I watched instead of the State of the Union address. What? It was on Tuesday, and I had watched uh, Monday Night Raw from the night before. And I'll be honest, Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman, way more interesting than Joe Biden. Cody I, Rhodes is working with Paul Heyman now? Uh, well, they, they were arguing with each other because Cody Rhodes is challenging Roman Reigns for the championship. And Roman Reigns is uh, still with Paul Heyman? Yep. I thought, what, did he and Brock Lesnar have a match for Paul Heyman? Like a Paul Heyman on a pole match? No, uh, he turned on Brock Lesnar. Ooh. And sided with Roman Reigns. Far more interesting than the State of Union address. I was actually working at Shenanigans. Were you? Yeah. And uh, uh, somebody suggested putting on the State of the Union address. I was like, I don't know, you should probably look around. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing for in here. Yeah. You don't need to watch that. I once walked into a bar and they had like the debates on or like something, some election. And I looked at uh, my buddy Zane was bartending. And I looked at him and I go, you guys are doing this, huh? All right, I'll go find somewhere fun to drink. And I just left. I walked in, sat down. I was like, it's quiet in here. And then I realized what was happening. And I was like, they had already poured me a beer. And I was like, all right, I'll just... And I just walked right I don't know, man. I think I think a bar is where I want to watch a debate. I don't really want to watch... The debates are stupid. The speeches are stupid. All of it is dumb. It's all pageantry. 
Uh, I'll read their bullet points on their website. This is why I always fucking shit it on Bernie Sanders. He was great in the debates. Then you went to his website and it didn't say anything about reducing the defense budget. Because he was an ideologue who also needed big government money so he could never ever say anything negative about government spending. You ever hear Bernie Sanders talk about pork in government? Never. Because he's a fucking ideologue and it's counter to his message. He can never admit the government's wrong. It's actually what always fucking bothered me about the guy. And when I would point it out to people and go, hey, look, here's Bernie Sanders' website. It does not say that he wants to reduce the defense budget. Why does he want to end wars and keep giving these people money? It's like, well, that's implied. I'm like, no, he needs to fucking say it out loud. Because I'm sick of politicians implying. Because you like this old man from Vermont with his fucking mittens? I don't like him. He doesn't seem trustworthy. He seems like the kind of guy who complains about too much ice in his water. He does. He does. It's like, I like a room temperature water. This is not... No, he just just doesn't want to have to keep asking for his water refilled. He seems like the kind of guy who's like, I want less ice in here so I don't have to keep flagging you down for more water. Hmm. You know? He, uh... Oh, okay. What? I just remembered something that I should have brought up during the Super Bowl talk. My bad. What? The M&Ms are back. We'll be good. All right, moving on. Mike, I heard the M&Ms are back. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you hear that from? I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember? I mean, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so he couldn't have been there. So what's up? They brought the M&Ms back? Yeah. They were going for like two weeks. They were uh, Maya and Maya for a couple weeks, and now, now they're just M&Ms again. I got to say, I am so fucking sick of the fucking M&Ms. We're not even going to clip this for YouTube. No? Because one of the clips did okay, and the other one didn't do well at all. <laughs> and it, it really... Just fuck the M&Ms. I'm, who, I don't even... You know what I'm more interested in than the color and the talking of the M&Ms? Are they going to do another weird flavor? Can I get through an entire bag of the candy corn flavor? I don't think so. I like the candy corn flavor. I like a handful of them. It's just the re it, it, they just repackaged the uh the the white chocolate M&Ms. I didn't like those. Fine. Peanut butter M&M is the way to go. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It's everything you want a Reese's Pieces to be. Yeah. It's significantly better than a Reese's Pieces, I'll tell you that. Mhm. So uh apparently though the uh the green one is uh still wearing the the tennis shoes. Oh, are she, people they didn't mad? give her the sexy boots back. Are people mad? I uh, I think they're just happy that they're back. I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anyone really cared about the Eminem thing. Maybe 10 people and then Tucker Carlson. Uh, 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 just they, they would change the thing because they knew whoever's in charge of this is kind of a genius because they're just trolling people like us. Who see a headline and go, we got to talk about something. This is dumb. But it's like, now you're playing into our dumbness, and we're too dumb to realize it. And we're still talking. It's an inception of fucking retardation. This is, I mean, it's kind of funny the way they did it. 
What do you mean? So they had Maya Rudolph and then like, you know, people in the M&M's colors. Mm-hmm. And then the red M&M behind being like, help, <laughs> we've been kidnapped by oh, Maya Rudolph. That's actually pretty funny. It's kind of fun. That is, that is pretty funny. <laughs> Just go back to basics. Just give me some red and some yellow. Dude, remember when red and yellow were the only ones? Yeah, that's all we need is red and yellow. Yeah. Dude, I don't need this fucking harlot green M&M making me all horny for candy. Yeah, what if, I don't want this. First of all, they shouldn't have had genders. No. They're candy. Who doesn't? They don't have holes. Not yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sick of this. The M&M's are back. The M&M's can go fuck themselves. That's what I say. Mm. Moving No, on. they can't. They don't oh, have, they have holes. holes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that a good line on Oz back in the day? Uh, they were watching Syphil and Ollie in Oz. They were like, that puppet's a faggot. He's like, I don't think that puppet's a faggot. He doesn't have a cock. You don't need a cock to be a faggot. You just need a mouth with which to suck cock. They have mouths. They did have mouths. Moving on. We're going to talk about our friends over at YoDelta.com. YoDelta is the home of high-quality Delta 8 THC vapes and gummies. The, the, the highest quality Delta 8 THC vapes and gummies. And if you live in a state where Delta 9 THC, traditional THC, is still illegal, you can buy products from YoDelta.com. Use a promo code GAS. you get 25% off your order. What they'll do is they'll send you these high-quality vapes and or gummies. I'll tell you this right now. I've had other Delta 8 products in my life, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I've had Yo Delta Delta 8 products in my life. I'm going to guess the Del- Yo Delta significantly better? Uh, the Yo Delta, I, I, if I give somebody a Yo Delta Delta 8 gummy or vape and don't tell them it is uh, a Delta 8 THC vape, they won't know. Yo, you want to know something that's not part of the copy? That this is just my personal experience? Are you going to come out of the closet now? Yes. Uh, no, I had... So I'm, uh, I told you on last week's show that I think it's time that I, that I quit marijuana for, uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, oh, right, 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 because you're gay. Yes, because I'm gay. Um, so I, made a, I have made a conscious effort to, to do so, right? And mm-hmm. I'm knocking that right off. Uh, but I did last week as a last hurrah. On uh, Monday after the show, took a couple of the Delta I, Eight I brought gummies. You, I brought you some regular weed, though. You did today. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, I mean, I'll keep it for after I'm I'm done with my little tolerance break or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, uh, yeah, I ate a couple of the the Yo Delta gummies that they sent. I also brought you 500 Yo Delta gummies. So, I mean, dude, I took two. Mm. I was legitimately high for. An absurd amount of time. Mm. An absolutely absurd length of time. Mm. Like, still very, very high when I had to drive into work the next day. And it was a problem. So you should take them responsibly. Because I'll tell you, just two of them. Two of them. And I was gone for like, I don't know, 12 hours, 13 hours. That's like, crazy. Dude, it's, 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 I suffice it to say... More powerful than any Delta 9 THC uh, edible that I've eaten this year. Like, 
Well, then you go. There you go. You go to YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS. You get 25% off your order. Delta 8 gummies are so powerful from YoDelta.com that they damn near killed Mike Harrington on his way to work the next day. Dude, I was off my rocker. Should not have been operating heavy machinery. He rode a city bike in a wheelie for the whole ride from Queens to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, So go to YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS, and you're going to get 25% off your order. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Two quick things, and then we get get the fuck out of here. Uh, real for real quick first. Real first. Real first quick thing. Eric Adams. This is very funny, Mike. Do you know about this thing with Eric Adams now with the with Canada? No. What's up? <laughs> Eric Adams. Is sent, you know how he's very upset with all the migrants they're sending here from Florida and Texas? Which yeah. I say we need more migrants in New York. Of course. I, I said in the beginning of the show, I, first of all, if we hadn't shut down all the fucking restaurants during COVID, they'd all be working already. Like, let's not be, like, no, no, no. Like, that's, that's not a racist thing to say. I grew up working in fucking restaurant kitchens as a fucking child. Those people would have fucking jobs if we didn't shut down so many fucking restaurants. No fucking problem. There is always room for them in those fucking places. This would not even be a fucking question. Two. Uh, here's where it gets funny. <laughs> so, you know how all the... This is the main criticism that... This, and it's actually one thing that I'll, I think he's being a little bit of a prick about it. But DeSantis and Abbott in uh, Florida, Texas... They're basically saying, hey, like, you guys don't really have to deal with this. You just get to sit up north, and you got to get to look your nose down at us for being like, hey, we can't put these people anywhere. We don't know what to do with these fucking people. So we're going to send them to you. And, then you know, they were kind of being pricks about it. And I I will say there was a better way to do it. Um, You kind of, like, let people know we're actually sending them. This is when they're coming. We don't give a fuck. Um, And we're telling them that you guys are going to welcome them with open arms and, you know, whatever. I remember when fucking there was my, every time there's a migrant crisis, every fucking house in my neighborhood puts up a sign that says, uh, migrants welcome here. I have never seen a migrant come out of one of those houses. You could throw that out there. Um, fucking every one of the big seven bedroom houses in my neighborhood that fucking has three old people living them. And once in a while, a daughter sunning in the backyard. It's, ridiculous they all welcome migrants except they don't actually live there um but so so basically here's what's happening is that uh, uh, all the migrants are coming here and uh, uh <laughs> eric adams is uh, uh sending them to plattsburgh new york and then from plattsburgh they're walking over the border into canada oh hell yeah so <laughs> apparently in quebec they're basically saying so Quebec is like, is I guess more progressive than the rest of Canada, and they're kind of like, yeah, you can sneak in over the border. Don't go to the border, but just sneak in over here. And like the like, there's certain like, um, so they're basically just walking over. The, I guess I guess they're telling them, okay, the people who enter Quebec to apply for asylum are are people who are who are fleeing violence, exploitation, persecution. They're not people who want to take it easy. Um, so Eric Adams said, we are not encouraging anyone to go to another country. 
Can I ask you a question, Mike? Yes. Is there anything to do in Plattsburgh? There's a university there. Can you Google things to do in Plattsburgh, please? Because okay. it seems like the only thing to do would be to go to college, which I don't think these migrant workers are going to immediately be enrolling in SUNY Plattsburgh. Um, or it seems like the other thing you could do is walk into Canada despite having a DUI charge. Okay, so no, because here's the thing. Uh, they have a country dreams farm. So, you know, migrants can do what migrants do, work on the farm. Wait, what is a country dreams farm? Hold on. That other thing to do in Plattsburgh was just a regular-ass house, bro. <laughs> Go back. Go back to the list. <laughs> the Kent Delford House Museum. This is a house. It's a regular-ass house. I don't know. History comes alive there. Point O Rocher State Park. They got a beach. They got a winery. They got a city beach. Sculpture garden. Oh, I, I love a sculpture garden, I'll tell you. They have, I do really love a sculpture garden. They're, they're delightful. Yeah, they have an Air and space or Air Force Base Museum. Okay. Why does that kid have that helmet on? Because uh, it's a museum. Okay. You know, people put on helmets at museums. Um, oh, the, okay. They got planes and the shit. The War of 1812 Museum. They burned down the vice president's house. <laughs> uh, they have the Oval Craft Brewing. So we're already at two uh, breweries slash wineries. Uh-huh. Uh, the Kid Station Children's Museum. There's a Speedway. Oh, exciting. Uh, Bluff Point Light, which I'm assuming is a lighthouse, but not exactly. It's not like a full lighthouse, just kind of a lighthouse. Uh, there's it's a, a light home. <laughs> there's another state park, uh, Strands Art Center. I mean, Plattsburgh's seeming pretty good. There's a Man, golf resort. There's a Champy's Fun City. Champy's Fun City looks pretty dope. Champy's Fun City looks fucking awesome. Whoa, whoa. I think... Just click on Champy's Fun City. Click on the whole thing. There's only on. four reviews, but it's uh, five stars. I would imagine it's Champy's Fun City. Look I mean, that, look man. at that. It's fucking space room. Could have your birthday there. Whoa, bumper cars, five dollars, bro. Five bucks for mini golf. Three fifty for the second ride. Dog. In the, hold on, wait a second. You know when you're on the bumper cars or any ride, and they go, "If you want to stay on, we'll give it to you for a little cheaper." Mm-hmm. This is five dollars to ride the bumper cars. And then three fifty for any rides in the same day. Any second ride? You can come back in a couple of hours. Dude, there's a laser maze? Yeah. There's a laser tag, which is $6. And also, you can take a little break from laser tag, come back $4 for another laser tag game in the same business day. Bear to go? Is that beer to go? No, it says bear to go. Hot. Oh, so I think, wait, outfits are a separate charge? What does that mean? I want to know what the bear to go is. I mean, look, all I'm saying is it looks pretty good. All right, I'm going to have to look up this bear to go. I mean, I imagine it's like uh, build a bear, but to go. It's like uh, walk to walk. You know what I mean? You can't, you build the bear, but then you got to get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, it is. It's uh, create a cuddly friend with bear two goes and champies. Eleven ninety nine for a large animal. Oh, what well, are we talking about here? Dude. All right. So basically, they're just sending fucking these migrants to live in a fucking wonderland. And, and, they're, and they're all sneaking. They can only sneak across borders. Mm-hmm. No, but in all seriousness, they're obviously sending them to Plattsburgh 
to they're not going to the house museum. They're just walking across the border into Canada, which I think is the most hilarious possible thing. This is a this is a massive oversight by them. Uh-huh. So they could all be just going to Champy's Fun City. I mean, Champy's Fun City probably has room for all of them. As long as they have tickets, they can probably survive. It's a whole city of fun. Yeah, it's a whole they, if if they're good at ski ball, they can definitely get at least some candy, some sweet tarts to live on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's pretty funny when you think about this, right? So now, most of these migrants are not Mexican, right? They're all from like Guatemala or Venezuela, and then they walk through Mexico. And then, because Mexico is like, no, you can't stay here. And they go to the United States, and then like Governor Abbott or like Ron DeSantis goes, we'll send you to New York. They want you there. And they get to New York, and they go, no, 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 no. We'll send you to Plattsburgh. You walk into Canada. <laughs> At some point, Santa Claus is just going to have to deal with these migrants. Well, I, dude, that's where the original elves came from. Okay. They're just migrant workers who made it all the way north. Could be. Oh, and they're very strong. And small. Yes. But here's the thing. It all comes back around. If there's no jobs left in the North Pole, maybe Santa Claus doesn't have any jobs. Then he just keeps sending them back. And then they just end up right back to where they came from. The world is still round, even if you go up instead of sideways. It's a perpetual motion machine. It's crazy. So when they get... <laughs> how funny would it be if they keep getting pushed and they go, Wait a second, how the hell did we end up back here? <laughs> What's going... Why is my house upside down? Because now they're used to the gravity up here. Right. Now they they were in the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the northern hemisphere. And they go, huh? And then they go, Oh my God, I think I always feel upside down now. I always felt like if you walked all the way around the earth, you would always feel upside down. That's that's been your thought. <laughs> Nobody's ever done it. <laughs> I doubt. You know what? Probably right. I bet the Flash always feels upside down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's just... that's that's why he keeps raping those kids and putting them <laughs> on a farm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he beat me to it. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what's going on with the AOCs? Oh, uh, so she came after, uh, she did like a whole Senate committee or whatever, uh, House committee meeting uh, over libs of TikTok. Okay. So this seems like not a thing. And I, I get that the Republicans also waste time with horseshit, but this seems like not a thing that needs to be talked about. And like, I've had people on libs of TikTok have come at me because I defended the. Uh, Alien murder sex girls. Wait, 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 wait. What? You know the alien murder sex girls? Lauren and uh, what's her what's her co-host name? Uh, uh, Jane. Sure. I defended them because they they made a joke about abortion fetishes. Hot. And turns out that's a real thing. Um, what? They didn't know, but they made a joke about abortion fetishes and filming your abortion for OnlyFans. And because they look like the kind of people who would be made fun of on the libs of TikTok feed, they ended up on the libs of TikTok feed. And I was just like, these are comedians making jokes. And of course, it was 500 people going, it's not funny. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, if you don't. We know people who've made it onto libs of TikTok? Yeah. Like real, the, damn. They record right there in that L- room. Lauren is a full-on celebrity to me right now. Yeah. So, um, but no, that's the thing. Is like, It's the same people who would defend... Somebody for making a fucking joke that got canceled. 
is not going to defend them to make the juice because they don't look. It's the same stupid thing, right? Like it's like, but it's like so. But like at the same time, libs of TikTok is kind of just taking these things that exist. Some of it's going to be okay, and some of it's not going to be okay. And they're just kind of like just these are all real things. These are all real people saying real things. Like there's no, there's never been any evidence produced that they make a that they make up shit. It's kind of just this thing that exists where it's like the mainstream media is overwhelmingly left and they're overwhelmingly telling people on the, that fall on the right of center on issues that they, all of them have to own the crazy on the right. So literally, if you believe in uh, 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 shoring up fiscal policy, you have to agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever. That's just the example I'm using or uh, fucking Spencer. What's that guy's name? Richard Spencer. And it's like, that's not, true so basically what when an account like libs of tiktok is truly doing is going if that's true for us that's true for you and now maybe they're not doing that and they're being more ideological but to me that's how i always view those types of accounts and they're a great source of that sort of information because there are a lot of liberals who go there's no blue-haired teachers telling people that they're going to turn their kids trans and i can go here's 50 videos of that (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, he, this exi- and like, this is anecdotal, but if I have to own the fucking gun nut hill, like, you know, if, if simply because I want the budget to be balanced, I have to own the gun nut hillbilly, you have to own this because you want universal health care, right? That's just, you, you, you pick the side, dog. But that's the thing. It's like, it's like. Or we none of us have to own that, and we can all be individuals with individual views. Yeah, where's the fun in that? So they held this congressional hearing for libs of TikTok. Yeah. And what was said? Was she taking off her hoop earrings again like she was last week? No, no, no. I'll, I'll let you watch it. Uh, additionally, Ms. Navaroli, are you familiar with the account libs of TikTok? Pause it. I have heard of it from the news, yes. I got to say this. I... Used to find her voice annoying. I'm more and more finding it so fucking hot. Yeah. Like, like her angry voice. Mm-hmm. You used to find it annoying? Or did you always find it hot? I mean, little... she, she used to annoy me. And just like now, every time she's got her angry voice, it's so fucking hot. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just like, I mean, it's hot because it's like a nagging bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you just want to shut her up. Yeah. Shut the fuck. Stick something in. Ugh, shut up. <laughs> oh, let's fuck. Oh. <laughs> you ready to get all let's, boned yeah, up again? Let's watch the rest of this video. Um, Mr. Ross. So fucking hot. Yes, ma'am, I am. Are you aware? Look at that guy. He's got his hand under the table. He's so boned up. August 16th. Yep. That account posted false information about Boston Children's Hospital, claiming that they were providing hysterectomies to children. Yes, I am aware of that and other claims from the account. And are you aware that this lie was then circulated by other prominent far-right influencers? Yes. And are you aware that all these claims, uh, which I have reiterated, were false, culminated in a real-life harassment and ultimately a bomb threat to the Boston Children's Hospital. 
Yes, I am aware. Pause this. And this account is still on that. So here's what she's doing. She's leading. She's leading in certain ways. So this would never fly in a... Again, I'm not a lawyer. Some lawyer's going to watch this and go, you're a fucking retard, Chris. Um, but what she's doing is she's adding all this other information that's not verifiable. You know what I mean? Like, other right-wing influencers... And, so the only thing that's pertinent in what she just said was it led to there being a bomb threat at the Boston Children's Hospital. That's the only thing that's pertinent. That's what she wants the answer to. She literally says, I keep reiterating that this is false. She's not providing proof that this is false. Right? Right. So she's leading, she's just kind of leading people to say and go, but we do, we do know, for everybody knows for a fact that a bomb threat was called in to the Boston Children's Hospital. That okay. happened, I remember that happening a few months back. And it was because of a video or a post shared by Libs of TikTok. Sure. Let's watch the rest of this. That platform today, isn't it? Regrettably, yes it is. Despite inspiring a bomb threat due to the right-wing incitement of violence against trans Americans in this country, because Pause they it. cannot... Are trans Americans those migrants we were talking about before? Yeah, that's 100% what that means. Oh, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Let go of this obsession with fixating violence and inciting violence against trans and LGBT people, in addition to immigrants, in addition to women of color. This is a party that cannot pick on anyone their own size. Well, first of all, that comes off pretty bigoted from AOC saying that those people can't defend themselves. Yeah, most trans women are the size of men. Checks out. <laughs> just, I, it took me a while to do that math in my head, but... I mean, realistically, if we're just talking about size here. Yeah, we're just talking about yeah, we're just talking about frame. <laughs> I would uh, I would imagine it averages out to about the same height and weight. Uh, though the bone density with the estrogen will reduce, therefore might might lower their weight a little bit, you know. Um, so this, you said that this turned out to be true. That there's a, you have another video from Boston Hospital. Uh-huh. Boston yeah, Children's Hospital. Here is the, very similar. Here is the, uh, the, the original video in question. Okay. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will Pause. also include the removal. This doctor just talks like a, a sexy serial killer, and <laughs> it's throwing me off. <laughs> now, I imagine it is uh, quite living torture to be trans and have dysphoria. However, it seems unnecessary to s get the ice cream scoop out. Just, just add the cock. I don't understand why they would do the hysterectomy. It seems like they only—I thought they only did that in cases of cancer. Like a hysterectomy is a pretty serious. Aaliyah had a hysterectomy. I don't think she felt great for a while afterwards. I think she was in quite a lot of pain. It seems odd to just do that. Well, I, I mean, look, they're they're calling these these surgeries gender affirming now. Hysterectomies. Well, no, the gender affirming hysterectomy. So it's like I'm a man. 
So I need these fucking fallopian tubes out of me because men don't have those. You know what's crazy is that they will not perform a hysterectomy on a straight woman that just wants to be sterilized. For real? I know straight women who have requested it and have been denied. So it's odd that they would do it in a gender-affirming way. Especially at a children's hospital. Well, I mean, they do treat some adults at children's hospitals, right? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I've been in a lot of children's hospitals. No homo. Uh, No pedo. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I've ever seen... I mean, I think it probably in some situations it might just be the best cancer hospital in a region, but it doesn't seem likely. Okay, uh, we provide a complete range of care, range of healthcare services for children of all ages, and in some cases we can offer fetal interventions and treatments for adults. Mm. So, well, fetal intervention seems like that is it's not a bobo, right? That's yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. It might be a treatment on a fetus. I don't want to say. I don't want to say a thing that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hospital features 485 pediatric beds and provides comprehensive pediatric specialties and subspecialties: infants, child, teens, and young adults aged zero to 21 uh, throughout Massachusetts and the United States and the world. Hospital also sometimes treats adults that require pediatric care. What? What does that mean? Oh shit! There's some old motherfuckers that be wearing diapers. It's for uh it's I for, made boom boom. It's for adults who uh who identify as um children. No, yeah, they made a boom boom. Uh fetal intervention is reaching inside the uterus to help a fetus who has a problem. So no. So this turned not, out to be not an abortion. So this turned out to be true. That, that 100% true. That this is the thing that that hospital does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, special report Boston Children's Hospital boasts a full suite of surgical options for transgender teens has 90 videos promoting surgeries to youth on their YouTube page co-director allows vaginoplasty on 17 year olds but hints well I mean I'm fine I'm kind of fine with seven. 17 is I think if, you gotta draw the line somewhere if it's gonna be 18 it might as well be 17 but like I, I don't think I honestly don't even think they should be doing re- hormone replacement therapy on anybody under 18 or like whatever the age of consent to get railed out by an adult is, is you can probably do this too. Is my that's my stance. Yeah, if you can fuck an adult, you can do whatever you want. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Which is kind of weird that there's a lot of places where you can fuck a grown adult but not buy cigarettes or a lottery ticket or vote. That is weird. It's weird that you can take an adult man's cock inside of you. <laughs> but not be able to drink a Michelob Ultra. Feels like one can do far more harm than the other. Yes. Michelob Ultra is only 95 calories. That old man cock, it's a lifetime of regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Michelob Ultra is a second on the lips. Old man cocks a lifetime on the hips, Mike. <laughs> damn it. God damn you. <sighs> That's a good Michelob Ultra. Um, so this is neither here nor there. My main thing is, remember we talked about Myra Rodriguez? 
No, I just remember Maya Rudolph. No, no. Myra Rodriguez was very briefly a congresswoman from Texas. And she was a hotter Latina than AOC. But now there's an even hotter one. And everybody always talking about this Bober bitch. Lauren Bober. You like her. You're into her. She's all right. You, you last week you were saying you're all about her. I mean, I would. Who well, wouldn't? We'll get to her. Well, there's one guy. Did you see the thing I sent you about that one guy? I did. Pull that up. There's this one guy who's a... Apparently, he's a school board member who just, every time Lauren Boebert tweets, he's like, how much do you charge for a blowjob? Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to bring up, I know what you sent me. Mm-hmm. I'll bring up what you sent me first, then I'll bring up all of his tweets and replies. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah oh, it's they're, wild? They're great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how much do you charge for a BJ? You this is Jesse Gomez. Kids, your trade. Uh, and so here's the, the thing is this is, a, this is a tweet from a guy who's going This creep is a school board member in East Chicago, Indiana How does your school board feel about this perverted individual? Now he's replying to Lauren Bober How much do you charge for a BJ? You teaching your kids your trade So he's saying that he's already paid for a blowjob from her And he's curious what she charges now uh, Biden is easing sanctions on Venezuela So they can pump more oil to sell to America Maduro celebrates while the American roughneck is still suffering under Biden's insane regulations. You like oil pumped in your face, don't you, Bobo? Fucking great. This nice. Kind of rules. Uh. <laughs> I want Joe Biden to answer why he put the priorities of Green New Deal extremists ahead of hardworking Coloradans. How much for a BJ? <laughs> no likes. Zero How does that have likes. Zero likes. <laughs> That's crazy. Proud to have a 100% rating and be endorsed by the Citizens Against Government Waste Political Action Committee. Inflation is out of control and we are more than $30 trillion in debt. We need to cut wasteful federal spending whenever we can. BJ's get you, a, get you that 100% rating? Zero likes! What the fuck? Dude, this is his whole Twitter feed. Really? Yeah. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. FMT hashtag FMTG nice uh, a third Lauren Bober a third unidentified flying object has been shot down too, too bad, bad you weren't <laughs> in any of them great hashtag FLB F Lauren Bobert. Uh hashtag FLB um, FULB <laughs> FLB uh, were you two bitches <laughs> January 6 21st asking for the FBI all right, uh, so American maybe, traitors, he, whores, go fuck yourself. And he's a real person. Mm-hmm. Fat, ugly pig, born of incest. <laughs> That's Dana Perino. Uh, she... No, he's talking about Sarah Huckabee. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, she's a chunky lady. Yeah. Uh, fuck off, you jag off to Senator to Kevin Speaker McCar- McCarthy. Okay. Uh, you're a fat, ugly pig, born of incest. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Huck- <laughs> he's staying on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. this guy. He's. I mean, look, he is. Uh, he is staying on brand with his message. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I. I want to see one of these blowjob tweets because at that point I will like it so that I'll have one like. Do any of his tweets have like? None of his tweets have likes. The, I mean, they like two views on this one. <laughs> two. How views. many followers does he have? I mean, it's at. Go go J five five. Wait, he's following five twenty one. He has one hundred eighty four followers. I, I'm gonna go follow him right now. 
Oh man, what a what a what a G this guy is. I hope this is not a fake Twitter and we're getting trolled here. Uh, who knows? No, I mean, dude, this guy is doing way too much work f- with no one following him for it to be fake. What is it? Go go what? Uh, J five. Yeah, go go J five. Yeah. Well, he's got another follower. I'll tell you that. Calling DeSantis to Satan. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, that's better than desanctimonious, bro. Maybe you need to work for Trump. He just keeps asking people where they were uh, on uh, Insurrection Day. Oh, that's kind of whack. Yeah, that is pretty whack, dude. I like the blowjob stuff. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm like mad deep onto it. Well, they uh, were a while back. It was like October. <laughs> Looks like a pedo situation. Takes one to no one. Got him. Got him. <laughs> all right. All right. We're good on this. This guy rules. Uh, but what I was going to say also is we're talking about AOC being hot. And then uh, Myra Rodriguez was hot. But then uh, can you pull up the picture of the chick I sent you who I don't even know why. People are talking about Lauren Boeber all the time. This chick, Anna Paulina Luna, is fucking hot. Smoke show. Dude, and when she was like, there's a picture of her. Like when I just Googled her, people are already comparing it to Lauren Boeber. I mean, it's not even close. It's not even close. One of them just looks like a, I mean, I do that. This I, I would fuck this real estate agent. And the other one is like, whoa, this is a sexy lady. Like, she's she, married to a red beret? Uh, what? Look at her in fucking... Yeah, 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 She was in the military and shit. She's fucking hot, dude. There's pictures of her with mad guns and shit. She's a bitch who was in the military, which means she got dicked down by everyone she, who she, was she in could her take it. regiment. Yeah. She's definitely been gangbanged before. But it's like, it's bonkers how hot this lady is. And nobody, like, is talking about... What? Yeah, have you seen this one? Yeah, this is the hot one. Holy shit. This is, I think, what she... This was her, uh, uh, the the photo she was running on. Yeah. I, but nobody's I, talking about how hot this lady is. It's a photo that's making me run. Dude, nobody's talking about how hot this lady is. It's nuts to me. People are still talking about AOC being hot. I think, I guess if you're the originator of the thing, you get to be the thing longer? Yeah, you just get to be the OG. Yeah, it's just like... It's like we had no hot politicians for mad long, and then AOC was like, look at this video of me dancing on a rooftop. Yeah, that's true. We had, like, vaguely hot politics. Like, it's like, it was like, I feel like she was maybe hot when she was younger. Sarah Palin was the last hot politician we had. And she was old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, though, she was hotter. We did this on HSR. She's hotter or older. Yeah, yeah. She's got the Elaine Bennis effect. Yeah. Um, But I'm just saying. Yeah, so there's some hot politicians out there. I think that's the show, Mike. Thank God, because Alex is outside about to cry. Oh, Jesus. Why didn't you just tell me that? Because, you know, I don't want to break up the show here. People are listening. They've been... You're an hour and 50 minutes in the notes of a goon. Oh, why, why, why are my marital problems hurting you? I apologize. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why.
Show me the way to the next little girl. 